The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. The sisters of Lazarus sent word to Jesus saying, Master, the one you love is ill. When Jesus heard this, he said, this illness will not end in death, but is for the glory of God, that the Son of God may be glorified through it. Now Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. So when he heard that he was ill, Jesus remained for two days in the place where he was. Then after he had been there, he said to his disciples, let us go back to Judea. When Jesus arrived, he found that Lazarus had already been in the tomb for four days. When Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she went to meet him. But Mary sat at home, and Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But even now, I know that whatever you ask of God, God will give you. Jesus said to her, Your brother will rise. And Martha said, I know he will rise in the resurrection on the last day. Then Jesus told her, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, even if he dies, will live. And everyone who lives and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this? She said to him, Yes, Lord. I have come to believe that you are the Christ, the Son of God, who is coming into the world. Now Jesus became perturbed and deeply troubled and said, Where have you laid him? And they said to him, Sir, come and see. And Jesus wept. So the Jews said, See how much he loved him. But some said, Could not the one who opened the eyes of the blind man not have done something? so that this man would not have died? So Jesus, perturbed again, came to the tomb. It was a cave, and a stone lay across it. Jesus said, Take away the stone. Martha, the dead man's sister, said to him, Lord, by now there will be a stench, for he has been dead for four days. Jesus said to her, Did I not tell you that if you believe, you will see the glory of God? So they took away the stone, and Jesus raised his eyes and said, Father, I thank you for hearing me. I know that you always hear me, but because of the crowd here, I have said this, that they may believe that you sent me. And when Jesus had said this, he cried out in a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. 
the dead man came out, tied hand and foot with burial bands, and his face was wrapped in a cloth. And Jesus said to them, Untie him, let him go free. Now many of the Jews who had come to Mary and seen what he had done began to believe in him. The Gospel of the Lord. We've all seen it on television and in the movies. You know, that eerie sound of the alarm of the heart monitor. Doctors and nurses rush into the patient's room, desperately trying to bring the person back. And just as they're about to give up, the patient comes back. Well, this is not what happened to Lazarus. How do we know? Because the smell of death was everywhere. You see, Lazarus had not been out for seconds or minutes. He was dead for four days, and you could smell it. But there is that obvious question. If Lazarus was such a close friend of Jesus, if Jesus loved him, so much, why would Jesus delay? Why would Jesus take his dear old time before rushing to be with his friend who was sick? To what purpose does Jesus delay? Why does Jesus remain for two days in the place where he was? Well, Jesus delays because he wants everyone to know that Lazarus was dead, absolutely and irretrievably dead. And in raising Lazarus from the dead, Jesus wants to reveal to us his glory and identity as the Christ, the Son of God. So this is why Jesus delays returning to Bethany, because Jesus wants everyone to know, wants us to know, that he is the Lord of life, and that he has all power over death, sin, and darkness. Yet, physical death is not the only kind of death we can experience. War and violence, injustice, hate, all lead to death. And as we all know, Death is painful, and death leads to grief. The pain, for example, that comes when hope dies and despair sets in, or the pain and the turmoil we can experience when our faith and trust in God seems to have died, or those times when our suffering or the world's suffering, depletes us. And God seems to be apparently absent. Well, the prophet Ezekiel, in the first reading, speaks of yet another kind of death, the spiritual death caused by sin. The people of Israel had failed 
to remain faithful to the covenant with the Lord. As a nation, they were dead. They had no life in them. They were exiled in a foreign land with no temple or sacred place to worship. And the cause? Because they failed to remain faithful to the Lord. Yet even in this darkness, in this time of darkness, the prophet Ezekiel brings a hopeful message of life. God wants to restore and heal them. God wants to set them free, up out of their graves, and God speaks a word of life into them. O oh, my people, I will open your graves and have you rise from them. So just as Lazarus, the friend of Jesus, was dead, and even after Lazarus, St. John stresses, had been dead for four days in the tomb, Jesus speaks a word of life into Lazarus and shouts at the top of his lungs, Lazarus, come out. Untie him, let him go free. Well, this morning's gospel is then for us. A story of life, even in the midst of death. Indeed, Jesus calls out to us today to teach us about a kind of life that is even stronger than the decay of death and sin. Jesus, who is the very source of life, wants to give us new life. He wants to give new life to ordinary people like us, people who perhaps were once in sin, who were trapped in darkness, despair, and the fear of death, and now are given the promise of new life. This eternal life which Jesus gives us is not something that we can only receive when we die. Eternal life can begin the very moment we hear the voice of Christ and begin to believe in him. Indeed, the sole purpose of today's gospel, the point it leads up to, is summed up in the words that Jesus spoke to Lazarus, Martha, and Mary, and to us today as well. I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, even if they die, shall live. Jesus calls out to us today to come up out of whatever darkness that prevents us from believing in him. Indeed, there are those times when we feel dead. We feel dead, perhaps because of our sin and human weakness and dead because our own resources alone just are incapable of giving us life. And so on this last Sunday of Lent, Jesus wants us to know that he is the Lord of life and that he has power, all power, over sin, death, hate, and destruction. Today, my dear brothers and sisters, especially as we come forward to, to receive the Lord in our hands, we come forward to receive the Eucharist, 
the sacrament of life. May we in faith say as Martha, Mary, and Lazarus did to Jesus, yes, Lord, we have come to believe that you are the Christ, the Son of God. The call for us, David, is to allow the grace and mercy of Christ to set us free from all that kills life within us. Jesus wants to speak to each one of us today a transformative word of life. For if the spirit of the one who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, the one who raised Christ from the dead will also give you life. 